Hello, this is Mark, and today we're going to talk about the three states that we go through at different stages of our life. So more or less, we'll be in one state or another. So the first state is the state of disease, and then the next one is health, and ultimately we have super consciousness. Going through the state of disease, we got a term for it. It's called rogi. R-O-G-I. So rogue means a person who has some kind of disease. Disease means any feeling when you're not feeling at ease. So when you don't feel at ease in any dimension, so it might be physical, mental, emotional, any of those dimensions, or even spiritual dimension. It means you have disease there. You're not at ease. So this is called grogi. And the second state is the state of health. When we're healthy, a person generally feels good, like uh, they have a state of well-being. And the orientation is towards indulging in various activities, seeking all types of pleasures. So they might be seeking some type of pleasure. This person we call a bogey. That's B-H-O-G-I. So disease is rogi, and a person who's healthy is bogey. For a person who's interested in superconsciousness, this is enlightenment and anything in that aspect. This person's called a yogi. So we got three terms, rogi, disease, bogey, healthy, and yogi, superconsciousness. These are the three states of consciousness available to us at any time. So whatever we're doing, it might bring us to disease or to health or to super consciousness. Rogi, bogi, and yogi. In this entire range, we have resources in um, traditional culture which can involve all three. So when a person is healthy without an idea of superconsciousness, then they would just go from health to disease. So anybody that's healthy, their intention and effort would be searching for more and more pleasure if superconsciousness is not in the picture. So a person who's having good health and well-being and going through all different types of pleasures, one day they'll eventually get disease. So they might get disease. But if a person has some kind of idea of superconsciousness, then as a human being they can experience it and rise. So maybe it'll go through hell to superconsciousness. So all of it is available. If you're interested more on sensual pleasures and those types of pleasures, all of that is available. If you're in a state of disease and you're looking for how to get out of that, so I can help you to get from disease to hell through traditional methods. From disease to health, the traditional way is to use Ayurveda. And then from health to superconsciousness, we need to do yoga. So this is what we call yoga therapy. Yoga therapy has two terms. So one is yoga and therapy. Now there's 
two aspects of yoga. So one is the philosophy of yoga and the other one is the practices of yoga. These are the two things, a philosophy and a practice. And the philosophy tells you about our current state and our destination. And philosophy tells you about what are the milestones from where you are to your destination. And the practices help us to achieve what the philosophy gives us. So example in Kundalini, you do all kinds of kriyas, pranayamas. And why do we practice that? Because philosophy tells us if you do these practices, the goal you have set, you'll be able to achieve. So in yoga, you cannot separate philosophy and practices. So this is the beauty of yoga. There's a lot of different philosophies and systems. So the beauty of yoga is it doesn't just give you the philosophy, it gives you the practical means. So the person has to come to yoga through to do the practices like meditation. It's in most of the philosophical scriptures of yoga. So everybody has to come for the practices to practice yoga, but you can't separate philosophy and practice. So there's applications of yoga when a person is a state of, in a state of disease and an application when a person is in a state of health. So what approach we take, it depends on the individual. It depends on their health. So philosophy is there. The practice is there and the individual is there. So think of it like a triangle. It's philosophy, practice, and individual. And to facilitate all three of them, we have three roles, a therapist, a yoga teacher, and a philosopher. Let's talk about therapy. What do you think of when you think of therapy? Therapy is healing. So you may be doing a treatment, but you're trying to achieve healing. So yoga has two aspects, philosophy and practice. And it can be applied to support an individual. And we're doing this to achieve healing. So yoga therapy is the application and adaptation of Ayurvedic principles and yogic practices to manage, prevent, cure, and rehabilitate various disorders. So when we talk about cure, it happens, not all the time, but you can definitely manage, prevent, and rehabilitate through the practices of yoga and Ayurvedic principles. And in yoga therapy, you can't separate Ayurvedic principles and yogic practices. So that's yoga therapy. So when you talk about super consciousness, you don't really need Ayurveda. You just need yoga practices. But if you're talking about disease to health, you need both Ayurvedic principles and yoga practices. So when you talk about this definition, yoga therapy is the application and adaptation of Ayurvedic principles and yogic practices to manage, prevent, cure, and rehabilitate various disorders. Now one of the key words here is adaptation. So when you're applying this knowledge and practices, you have to consider for who to that individual. So thank you for listening and hope everyone is doing well, feeling great, and finding happiness.